Hello, and welcome to the Golden Heart Rising podcast. My name is Tara Kabatov, and I'll be sharing information around personal transformation, healing, the law of attraction, manifestation, the human condition, and the great mysteries of life. Welcome to this episode of the art of letting go. Now I'm recording this episode during Scorpio season. We are nearing the tail end of a very transformative time of the year, where we are able to go into our deeper selves, where we're able to explore our deeper truths, relationships, taboo, emotions, intuition, with the goal to understand more about ourselves from a very intimate place. Scorpio archetype likes to hold on, likes to dissect the depths of understanding through fixation. Now, the reason why I am mentioning this is because, yes, we have the Scorpio archetype within ourselves. All of us do in some way, some degree, some level. But it also pertains to the topic of this podcast with regards to our ability to let go of attachments. Now attachments can be emotional attachments, regrets, fear. They could be physical attachments, they could be the attachment to a certain expectation, a certain outcome, the attachment of a painful past, emotionally, the attachment to I want, I need, I should have, I could have. And the reason why I want to focus on this is because we all have attachments in some kind of form. This is part of our experience of being a human being with emotions. These are all aspects of our human experience. And the reason why I want to focus on this is because it is very, very important for us to understand what we are holding on to and how to let it go. Now, as everything is energy, where our energy goes, our energy flows. So if we are holding on to something consciously or unconsciously, that is where our energy is going to get stuck. It is part of a 3D lower density human experience that is limited. It limits us from fully expanding into a higher state of consciousness and to a more expansive state of being. Now, first, I'm going to explain the 3D versus the 5D. If you are new to the this uh, subject, 3D is where we have been. It's a lower density experience in life where we hold on to timelines. We judge, we criticize, we shame, we are angry, we get stuck in our emotions, and it becomes very difficult to let go of these habits. 5D consciousness is a higher state of consciousness that is very expansive. It is all love. 3D consciousness does have a very strong energy of fear, I should add. 5D consciousness is all expansive, all love. And love is all. It's not just pertaining to a relationship. It is far bigger than that. And part of the process to reach the 5D consciousness is to let go, to let go of fear, to let go of hanging on, 
to let go of the thoughts, to let go of the emotions, and to be, to enter the void of your reality, where you face your deepest desires, your deepest, darkest shadows, maybe, realizations, where you start to align with yourself, where you start to also create a connection with your higher self, where you start to feel into love, where you start to heal, where you start to transform. This is a non-linear process. The deeper you go, the more you expand. You understand that there are so many dimensions to our existence. There's no end as far as how deep and how expansive you can go. But the whole point of letting go is for you to understand how it feels like reaching that state of higher consciousness, of love, of fulfillment, of joy, of freedom, of abundance. Now, if you are listening to my podcast, then you very well could be also watching my tarot channel. Uh, if you don't, there that is totally fine. Um, there's no expectation of watching tarot. Um, I understand it doesn't resonate with everyone. But in tarot, there is the devil card. Uh, and again, if you are familiar with tarot, then you'll understand the meaning of it. And the devil is the same energy of the lovers. And it pertains to choice. This is part of our experience as human beings. We have free will. We can choose to remain attached to an unhealthy situation, or we can choose to let it go. We can choose to eat a massive bowl of ice cream for dinner, or we can choose to let go of the habit and eat a salad. This is our, cho- our life is full of choices. Every day we have hundreds of choices to make. Some are very habitual choices. And a lot of these choices come from holding on to what feels comfortable for us within our mind, within our heart, within our emotions, within the physical world. And by physical world, I mean possessions, timelines, the need and the want for things fixating on a certain outcome, fixating on a certain person, wanting someone to treat us a certain way, expecting them to treat us a certain way or to respond a certain way. All of those those energies that we hold on to are part of our choices. We can choose to liberate ourselves and to let go of holding on to those expectations or to those wants and needs and timelines, or we can let it go and be at peace and find comfortability within that energy and that frequency of being at peace. It's an energetic observation and feeling, I guess I would say, sensation. It is a psychological exercise. It is an emotional exercise. So we have all these different aspects of our being that we need to be aware of on a regular basis. Now back to the devil card, the devil energy in tarot signifies choice. We have the choice to remain in a situation that is either toxic, unhealthy, limited, or we can let it go. That energy can be within us. 
It can be our limiting beliefs. It can be our fears. It can be our addictions. It can, and addictions can be anything from substances to unconscious patterns or habits that we have ingrained within our, within our being. Now, the difficult aspect of the devil card, the symbology of it, is that when we become comfortable with something that is not healthy, it is really difficult to let it go because it becomes very familiar. So on a deeper level, when things become very familiar, when patterns become ingrained within us, it becomes very difficult to let them go. And it will take work. And it will take a lot of observing, a lot of self-awareness to work through the motions of letting it go. And again, it can be on an emotional level. It can be on a psychological level. It can be on a mental level, meaning stories within the mind. It can be with a person. It can be with something in the physical world, material world, material wealth. Now, I'm sure you've heard of if you truly love someone, you'll let them go. Love is expansive. Love, love is liberating. So we can hold on to attachments as well within relationships. So all of these aspects of our existence, of our experiences, need to be reflected upon. So we need to be very aware of where we are directing our energy and how we can let that go. If someone pisses us off, if someone aggravates us, if someone hurts us, if someone isn't living up to our expectations, where is that coming from and how can we just let it go and find our peace and find our happiness and contentment within ourselves? And I've said this many times before, our experience in life is our experience in life. It is not anyone else's experience in life, meaning we often give our energy out to other people. We often lose ourselves in other experiences or with other people. And that could come as, again, the anger, the resentment, the the sadness, the despair, the separation, however it resonates. This is a very multidimensional conversation and experience on its own. And it can energetically drain us from living to our full potential, from living freely and fully. And even within our body, these energies of holding on and fixating can also deteriorate our body and our health. So remember, we are in a very powerful transformation or transition right now within our Um, human evolution. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're in it. You're definitely in it. So we are moving from that 3D state of consciousness towards an expansive 5D consciousness, a higher state of being. And where we're moving to is so expansive. Again, limitless love, energy, opportunity. And when I say love, It's not about a lover. Love is all. And when you tap into that frequency of love, having your heart fully open, connecting with life, that is where you get to live fully. That is where you get to create. That is where you get to manifest. Because love is the frequency of the universe. So I want to go into a couple examples of why we might be holding on to something 
very um, deeply. I'm going to go into some of the work of Michael J. Lincoln, some of the work that I use with clients for releasing. A lot of this work is it's part psychological, part energetic or spiritual, if you will. So I pulled a couple excerpts from his book to give us an example. So this may resonate with you, it may not. If it doesn't resonate, it's just really great to reflect upon and to see how experiences from our past form our abilities to perceive and interact with the world. And with the world, I mean relationships, life, work, career, personal development, how we see and perceive our reality, and thus our ability to create our reality. So one of the passages that he has stated within this book refers to the um, avoidance of inner knowing when it comes to attachments, the avoiding of inner knowing of truth perceptions, and reality reading capabilities. So when we are attached, fixated with a certain, again, emotion, feeling, outcome, person, anything of that nature, there's an avoidance of the truth within ourself or reality as a whole. And sometimes we don't want to face our truth. Sometimes our ego wants to hold on to a certain situation or a memory or a person And there's a very subconscious avoidance of that truth or of reality. There can also be a fear of reality. And this could come from growing up when accuracy of understanding led to great pain and potential disaster. And what he means by that is, if you were young and you saw the truth within a situation say maybe within your parents or within your family life, or maybe one particular situation where you felt like you saw the truth or you wanted to speak up or you wanted to make things right and something bad happened as a result. Maybe you were shamed, maybe you were silented, maybe there was an accident, maybe there was a disaster, however it played out. Our innocent soul being selves as children, we've all gone through a lot of trauma, a lot of difficulties. And so we do have to go back into the past to understand these aspects of our being today, and how they're, they are being influenced from our actions or from our experiences of the past. So when you were a little child, for example, if this resonates with you, being a beautiful, innocent soul being, experiencing life as a young little human, saw the reality of a situation, saw the truth within a situation, knew the truth, observed the truth, and then there was a disaster from it. And a disaster could be a fight, it could be um, an actual accident, it could be anything. Then our body, our not only our body, but our subconscious, our um, emotions kick in. And we have a memory formed within our subconscious saying that was a painful move to make. Don't do that again. Don't speak up for your truth. Don't look at life in its truth because it's bad, because there may be a negative outcome from it, from that. Now, this is just one example. There are many different examples, of course. 
but I want to use it as an example to illustrate how we hold on to these things on such a subconscious level. We have no idea how our reality and how we see the world and how we act and feel and think and process information, how it has been influenced from childhood, right? So this is an exercise and this is a a prompt as well to explore this within yourself. Look at how you feel about situations. Where are you holding on to the need or the desire or the want or where the ego might be holding on to something of the past or holding on to, um, again, maybe timelines or a reality that might not necessarily be true. Now, the other aspect of uh, holding on to can come from addictions. I'm not an addiction specialist. I've had my fair share of addictions in my life. And even still, I find myself creeping into addictive behavior, and it's with drinking. And I don't drink a lot. However, when I do, I certainly can go to my limit. There's almost no off button when I do. Now, it's not into a state where I am completely um, harming myself, although I wish that it would be easy for me to have one glass of wine, for example, when I have three. So that is just how it is. And I don't have an off switch with just one glass. It's very, very difficult for me to do. And I've gone into this, this, and I've had other addictions as well. I'm just uh, speaking about my current life and my current state, because I've worked through this a lot to release a lot of bad habits, bad addictions, and really explored myself on a deeper level of what is within me, what's the mechanism that is getting uh, triggered, that is really preventing me from going into an unconscious state of acting of decisions and and decision making. And this has been a very fascinating area for me. I just have to say that I am not an addiction specialist. But this area is quite fascinating for me because I've experienced and I tend to go very deep within myself to understand the feelings and the psychology and the mindset around the actions that I make, if it's unconsciously or consciously. Now, again, back in the work of Michael J. Lincoln, there are many references to a lack of love. Now, this also will relate to attachment styles. And that is not an area of my expertise either. You can go online and you can, um, I, I believe, find an attachment style survey that you can find your attachment style through. I am not an expert in this. Um, I did go through the exercise of my attachment style. And my attachment style actually is, I don't have an attachment style with love. And this is I'm talking about with love with relationships. Um, Mine is very open. And it was it was, uh, it was the one that was very balanced and very open. But in the past, very long ago, I had very strong attachment with relationship. It's because also how I saw my perceive my parents in their relationship in love. um, And also, the abandonment that I went through as a child, emotionally and 
physically and psychologically as a child as well. And a lot of us haven't experienced safe and secure and unconditional love. And so the abandonment is very real. And abandonment can play out again, um, it's on the emotional level, physical, or psychological level. So it doesn't mean that your parents left you necessarily, although for maybe some of you, it could have happened. But even on an emotional level, not having the love and understanding from your parents or parent that you deserved as a young soul being. So when we don't have that, we look for love in different places. And that is part of the work that is referenced in this book. Love substitutes, for example, looking for love in all the wrong places as a function of feeling undeserving of love with the resulting abandonment anxiety. It says here it arises from early emotional ambivalence, neglect, and or rejection from your mother. So there are a lot of these these situations, again, that play out in our current state. There's also self-numbing. So wanting to shut out the world around because it was too invasive, aversive, or abhorrent. The avoidance of feelings. We can numb ourselves out through watching TV, through working too much, through addictions of uh, substances, of course, drugs, alcohol, through um, casual relationships, through social media, anything that is going to prevent us from reaching the void, that place of stillness within ourselves where we can connect with our emotions, our intuition, with relationships, and gain a greater perspective of our senses of reality. But that can bring up situations from the past that can bring up hurt and pain that have not been processed. So that's why it's important to face some of these things so that we can understand what we're holding on to on a very subconscious or conscious level and that we can let it go. This part is the deeper aspect of the topic. When we go into our deeper subconscious of what we might not be facing, of what we have buried within that is playing out in a subconscious way of the choices that we make, of what we hold on to, and also not only what we hold on to, but the effects, the after effects of that. So for example, the self-numbing for that could be a perfect one. If we are holding on to something so tightly and we don't get it, we don't get the love, we don't get the uh, expectation, we don't get the, um, the want, the desire, then we might not want to face that reality of disappointment, resentment, anger, frustration. And if we're not used to understanding our emotions or managing our emotions, then it's very easy to numb. It's very easy to distance ourselves from ourselves, from the reality. And emotions are the most beautiful gift that we have that is part of our guidance system. This is how we navigate through life. The more in tune we are with our emotions, and with our reality and the truth within ourselves and with other people and with life, the easier life becomes because we can understand, we can process, we can feel, our intuition grows stronger. 
we have a greater uh, a level of awareness and our ego takes the back seat. So we will be able to essentially self-assess and diagnose ourselves and heal ourselves or transform ourselves or release from this energy faster with a greater sense of knowing and a greater sense of awareness. We'll be able to process emotions faster or in a, in a way of uh, ease and understanding. And so maybe in the past, if we've held on to resentment or pain or um, old memories or old thoughts or old feelings, then we can easily let them go and see them for what they are rather than becoming that emotion or becoming that story or becoming that thought or wanting that thing or person or uh, material possession. The pure freedom of letting go will lead you towards that expansive, liberated sense of self. So I encourage you to explore your emotions, your thoughts, your needs, wants, and desires, and take note of anything that has a very strong presence within the need or want of a certain outcome or an attachment, an expectation, anything you might be holding on to or anything that might be surfacing from the past and practice letting it go. And the ego will want to hold on to it. I've gone through this many, many times. The ego will want to hold on because it's familiar, because it, beca- it has become comfortable in some kind of way. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it is good for us to hold on to these things. So practice letting it go. You can do this through meditation. You can do this just even at any moment of the day. Letting go of the thoughts, letting go of the outcome, letting go of the fear, resentment, sadness, physical attachment, however it resonates with you. And practice trust love, peace, and harmony with who you are, where you are, and what you are wanting to create. That concludes another episode of the Golden Heart Rising podcast. Thank you very much for being here. Make sure to check out my YouTube channel for further discussions and interesting topics. And of course, if you are enjoying these podcasts, don't forget to share it with the world. I'm sending you much love and light. Until next time.